Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Gateway Podcast. My name is Chris Williams. I will be hosting today. And so if you guys get a chance, please take a second and like, subscribe, check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and see what we have to say. And so moving forward, I'm just going to jump right into it. Today's guest is a vital member of the Gateway team. She helps many students daily, monthly, yearly, throughout their journey as far as getting to where they need to be, getting set up for the rest of their, um, their school career. And so um, without further ado, I want to introduce my guest today. This is Ms. Joe Hart Lloyd. How are you doing, Joe? I'm fine. Thanks for inviting me, Chris. Glad to be here. So if you can, please tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. The obvious, I'm an African-American female, an educator. My role here with um, San Diego Continuing um, Education, San Diego College of Continuing Education, is an academic counselor. Mm-hmm. I'm a wife, a mother of three sons, one deceased. Um, I have many, um, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, um, as I, um, um, a wife, um, I look at my role here, my role here, I, I have many, um, many friends and allies to help me professionally, personally and professionally, um, to assist the students here. Um, I see my role as a, a coach, a mentor, a challenger. The new term, with the, the term that um, your, uh, our guests are probably familiar with is influ- influencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I, I believe that I, I know that I, I impact the lives of our students. It is my mission to serve them. It is my no, goal. yes. And so as far as like you saying serving the students, are you able to tell me like a little bit about like a day in the life of uh, a counselor here for yourself? Sure. One of the, um, one, we provide, the first thing that we do in my role is to establish a rapport. Not yet. And there's four main counseling services that all students are given, assessment, orientation, mm-hmm. enrollment, and, and follow-up. My daily routine is, first of all, to come in is to breathe. No, yes, <laughs> definitely. To breathe because our students are scheduled to see a counselor. No, yes. I need to assess their needs. Are they, are they new students? Are they continuing students? Or are they returning students? So I look at myself as a problem solver. <laughs> no, and, yes. And so we, if I'm either if they're a new student, they get all three of the services. We assess, and I say, "Oh, what is it that we can do for you? Why are you here?" Okay, and then they state their goal and their purpose, and then I ask them when they state their purpose. We I, I check their program to see if they need to have an orientation. If the orientation that we need, we go through our website and we look at the possibilities and we sign them up, okay. After they go through the orientation and they receive the information and they find out what their expectations are, then they come back and we enroll them. Yes. All right. Also follow up. A lot of students find out this is not, the, this is not a good fit for them, so we're going to go through the process all over again. Dealing with st- um, interacting with students is one part of my day. Administrative duties. <laughs> I, we, I collaborate with, with the staff within the department without the department. As you know, we live in a technological age, and so I have a lot of paper, a lot of um, databases that have to be um, updated 
in order that we chart the progress of our, of our students. Um, I also um, I'm also um, obligated to attend staff meetings, mm -hmm. and there's certain committee projects that I choose to be on. So I have a full day. No, yeah, it sounds like full, very you're, full day. you wear a lot of hats and you're going from admin to students, and right. yeah, you're, you're pretty busy throughout the day. And yes. so what influenced you to be a counselor? Have you always seen yourself as being a counselor, working in education, and how long have you been a counselor? I've been a counselor for 20 years. No, the profession chose me. Mm -hmm. I came from the corporate world. I resigned from my position working at a utility. So I was doing volunteer work to kind of find out what was going to be my next step, my next path. And so a friend asked me to help her mm -hmm. um, at a, a homeless ask her to help young women find their career path. It was a, it was a, a shelter for women who had been, young women who had been rescued from the streets. I felt totally, totally incapable of doing that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I went and pursued a, a, a master's degree at the University of San Diego with an emphasis on career services. Yeah, so it shows me. It is my mission, it is my mission now, yes, so. Okay, and so with you dealing with a lot of students, are you able to maybe briefly give me like um, just like a success story that you've had like with a student that's maybe you've kept contact through uh, contact with uh, throughout the years or maybe have mentored? Oh yes, I, I, there's a young a young <coughs> a young white male student who came to me because um, he had dropped out of the traditional school, and he had dropped out of the traditional school because he was taking care of his his sister because his parents were incarcerated, because they were incarcerated due to the addiction. And so he was a wonderful, wonderful writer, wonderful writer. So I, I, I encouraged him, finish this high school diploma and go on, and go on to um, community college and then major in journalism. Well, we talked from time to time, and a couple of weeks ago I saw him. He did finish. He went on to community college, and he did win in, he went in to pursue a, a job, uh, a career in journalism, but he has quit. But he found out that he loved working with his hands, so he's now a butcher and doing quite well. So when I go in this particular store, I see him all the time, and he says, hello, Miss Hart, and he always says, thank you for believing in me. Thank you for, for giving me the, the steps on how to pursue um, a community college, because his parents were not able to do that. So, yeah, I no, run yeah. into him from time to time. Yeah, no, yeah that's... that's <laughs> That's sometimes what we need because a lot of people don't really get that set uh, that setup, and so you know if they get you know somebody in their corner able to kind of give them that extra little push, and they're able to follow up with what they really believe, and so that is that is nice of something that you are able to tend to daily. And then also, one question is: if you were not a counselor, what would you see yourself doing? Oh. I would join one of the community-based um, programs like San Diego Organizing Project because there is a lot of social justice work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to, I will join one of those um, um, teams that work on policy to make change different because equity and inclusion and diversity is, um, is, is a value that I hold high. And not in, how we make changes, we get involved. And so I would like to join one of their groups and start as a novice and be impactful that way. Oh, yes. Okay. And just uh, wanted to see if you can touch base on one more thing. If yeah. you, do you feel like a certain importance as being like an African-American like counselor here at the campus? Like, do you feel like um, with yourself, like you're able to maybe help navigate and like kind of help pivot like some of the, the younger uh, students that you do run in contact with? Younger and older. It's so right. important for people to see pe 
other people from their cultural group, you know, because they can aspire um, to be, to go out of that safety zone or to, to expand their, their oppor opportunities. And it's very, um, I feel very um, grateful to be here at, I'm at the, the center that I'm at, is Educational Cultural Complex. And the history behind this wonderful center is African-American people in the community in the 1970s coming together saying, we want an educational culture complex in our, in our community. Empowerment, engagement, yes. Our students, all students need to have that type of model. That, yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's really good to hear. And all right, one thing, what's a random fun fact about you that you want to share, something fun. Yeah, I'm very childlike. And what I like to do is um, being silly really releases my anxiety. Mm -hmm. So what I do, I make these contorted faces to my husband and he laughs and he says, girl, you better be careful. What if your face stays that way? So <laughs> that's, no, no, that, yeah. that's a fun fact about me. As a matter of fact, my sister is here visiting me from Texas and mm -hmm. tomorrow we are going to Universal Studios, what? Mm -hmm. So we can be childlike and to see the exhibits, but to go on the rides, but just to release that inner child. No, yeah. yeah. Good laugh will always, you know, brighten yeah. your day. Yeah. No, but... I don't take myself... I try not to take myself very seriously. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, we can. We got to be able to laugh at ourselves yeah. and have fun with it. But, I mean, that'll conclude... That. Okay, well, that concludes today's episode of the Gateway Podcast. We just want to go ahead and thank our guest, Ms. Joe Hart-Lloyd. Joe, I appreciate you being here with us and, you know, giving us a little insight of your day and what you do and how you help this campus run. And so I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Namaste. All right, guys. And uh, that'll do. Appreciate the love and subscribe. We'll see you later. Thank you.